Hello. Hi there. Hello. Oh, you lovely traumatized humans. I love you all. The other night I turned off my phone so I could sit down and write. I don't like, I like turned it all the way off. I didn't just silence it. So it's not that I need to check my phone every 12 minutes. Uh, it's just that sometimes it's really hard to let my notifications and messages sit unattended. I also work off my phone um, all day. So by the end of the day, I just want to throw it out the window. I just don't want to see it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to touch it. So sometimes it's nice to turn it off. Um, but like a lot of people, I've learned to moderate my phone usage in various ways. By having certain apps lock me out after 20 minutes, for example, or by turning my phone off so I can concentrate or by silencing all my notifications or changing my phone's display to grayscale. Um, actually changing your phone's display to grayscale is really uh, effective because it's just not as interesting to look at if it's not in color. Um, social media provides stupid little dopamine rushes that make us feel smart and special and validated. The truth is though that nobody cares that much, but the bottomless pit of the internet might convince you otherwise. I feel like sometimes we're all just chasing the little heart. Like, let's get, how many little hearts can I get today? I need a little heart. I need a little love. I need a little dopamine rush. Like, it's insane if you step back a little bit. The average American spends two hours and 14 minutes just on social media every day. Our average screen time is over seven hours a day, and I feel like that's might be because a lot of us work on computers and stuff, but still, it's a lot of time. The more active someone is online, the more time they spend glued to their phone. So, you know, if you're like a very active um, social media user posting all the time, obviously, you're going to spend more time on your phone. Um, and not just because you're posting, but also because you're looking, uh, you're checking to see who's interacted or who's liked your stuff. It's one thing to be a passive consumer and quite another to be diving headfirst into the fray. One thing that makes social media so addictive is something called interactivity. So uh, that just means that feedback, you're receiving feedback from other people um, instantly. So is the validation that you feel when you get instant feedback. And so is the social condemnation and the hatred and all that kind of stuff. What really gets people hooked, though, on social media is just the immediacy of the platform. Um, emotional validation can be addictive for people with kind of like lower self-worth. Self, self, self-worth. There we go. <laughs> Can't talk. Um, but social media, like it or not, is an easy and accessible way to find a substantial amount of emotional validation. And I uh, have sort of experienced this myself. Like when I started, I, I don't know when I was like, I guess like after I broke up with my ex-fiance, I was like, I'm going to try to monetize my social media. And I was just on it all the time. And then I was like, I was checking because I was like, I got to grow. I got to whatever. And then at some point I decided to live my life and, um, spent more time in the real world. And then I just really gave up fucking caring about social media. It's really interesting, but social media, like it or not, is a very easy and accessible way to find a substantial amount of emotional validation. Um, which is why people with low self-worth will turn to the internet, um, to kind of talk about their problems and have strangers tell them that they're great and all that kind of stuff. But seeking this type of validation is, uh, not good for us. Validation in itself is very human, but, um, sort of the bastardized version that we get online is really, really bad. Um, those who become addicted to emotional validation will look for it everywhere and might exhibit some of the behaviors. Think about people you know that might do these things. Fishing for compliments by highlighting achievements. People do this on social media constantly, uh, myself included. Nobody really wants to highlight the bad shit. And even when they do highlight the bad shit, a lot of times people will uh, respond in... Uh, Whoa, hold on. That was insane. I thought I just had a lizard in my apartment. Oh my God, it is. Holy shit. 
Holy titties, that was a real lizard, and I don't know how it got in. Actually, I do, because my floor, um, the door doesn't, like, go all the way down to the floor. But what the fuck? Probably because it's cool in here, and I don't know why it was in here, but it was moving, and I didn't know. I didn't like that at all. I don't want a lizard in my apartment. Chub Chub, that's your job. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where were we? Oh, yeah, how people <laughs> seek attention online. Um, the other uh, behavior you might notice is being controversial to provoke a reaction. I can name literally a dozen people who um, this is like their entire ploy on social media. They're just they're they become controversial as a way to gain attention and kind of grow their blah, 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 blah. Um, they might also exaggerate or embellish stories to gain praise and or sympathy. This is even easier to do online than in real life because your audience is amplified and a lot of people online don't even know you personally. So it's easy to kind of like exaggerate. And then finally pretending to be unable to do something. So someone will help you and thereby pay you attention. I don't know if people do that online so much as in real life, but I, I know like lots of men who are like, I don't know how to do laundry. And then they're like, you know, wives or whatever do it for them. Anyway, seeking validation is normal and human. However, obvious ploys at validation are like really negative because seeking approval from someone someone else communicates uh, social inferiority. So seeking validation means that you are expressing an emotional need that you want somebody else to fulfill. Think about it. If you are like dating somebody who's like emotionally very needy, you're like, uh, right? It's gross. Often the person um, that you want validation from is someone unequipped, unwilling, or uninterested in giving it to you. And furthermore, when you seek validation and don't receive it, you crave it even more, which has the perverse effect of distancing you even further from the people or person um, that you're seeking validation from. It's a form of emotional neediness that most find overwhelmingly unpleasant. Um, if you seek validation directly, you often lose the respect of the people that you're seeking validation from. So it's uh, not really useful or helpful in direct ploys at, at validation, like the things I just named, like being controversial or exaggerating, embellishing, or um, fishing for compliments are all very uh, off-putting. The overt need for validation works online a little bit, but you can only seek reassurance and sympathy and validation so many times bef before um, an online audience, um, you know, before they lose interest in you as a uh, human and also probably like stop following you. Humans are a social species and we have this fundamental need to belong to a group or a <laughs> tribe. Ew, gross word. The most obvious group is the family union, closely followed by uh, friends and peers. Being accepted by your groups elevates your self-esteem and being rejected produces like anxiety and depression and the internet's great because if you do feel um, rejected by your immediate group, you can probably find a group that does accept you. Um, sometimes online communities can really help people and sometimes they can make us even more alone, you know. The most interesting thing about validation is that we don't seek it equally from everybody. The people that you probably want validation from are probably people that you perceive are above you in any given social hierarchy because their validation carries more weight. So you might therefore seek the validation of a parent or your boss or someone you admire, somebody that's um, above you in whatever industry you're in. If you receive validation from someone you perceive to be an equal or even below you in the social hierarchy, your valid their validation will carry much less weight. You might not even care. You might not even feel like you need it. You might not... Um, really think about it, but this happens everywhere all the time. These dynamics are always playing out. The biggest lie we tell ourselves, though, is that we don't need the approval or validation of others. We don't need the validation of everybody, but we need the validation of some. The only real way to stop seeking validation and to not feel bad about where you are in life is to actively become a valuable member of your group and or tribe. So it takes time and work to become valuable. Um, 
but that will create confidence and sort of the built-in validation of knowing that you're doing good work and contributing to the world in a positive way. It's far easier to look to others for validation instead of getting to work. And it's easier still to search for validation online from strangers, but if you do that enough, it won't feel so good anymore. That's the thing that makes social media so addicting, like the fast, quick spurts of dopamine from the validation of near strangers. No wonder we're all unhappily addicted to our phones. It's quick, it's fast, it feels good for a moment, but it doesn't last. What does last though is, like I said, doing the work to make sure that you are a valuable and um, present person for your actual community. <laughs> Validation isn't inherently bad. It's very normal, productive, and a useful you know, part of living a normal, productive, and useful human life. But it can become overwhelmingly negative when you look for it everywhere or when we seek it from people who can't or won't provide it. Um, so my advice, I guess, I don't know if I should be dispensing it. I'm not giving advice. I'm not. But I am saying that it's better <laughs> to get busy becoming the best version of you, um, you know, the rest will fall into place and you won't be seeking so much validation from um, strangers and even from people that maybe aren't strangers but can't give it to you. Um, the things I linked for this week, The Social Dilemma, if you haven't watched that, go watch it. It's kind of like sad and scary and whatever, but I feel like everyone and their mother has watched it by now. I can't believe there was a lizard in my apartment. What the fuck? It looks like one of those toy lizards. It didn't even look real. Um, I also <laughs> linked an article about how to stop seeking validation from a relationship expert. Can I be a relationship expert? Can I just say that I am? I mean, I don't really want to be because people bother me, but I could say that. Um, and then an article about how to improve your self-confidence here. Literally do work. Like that's how you improve your self-confidence. You stop caring what other people think when you start focusing on things you can control. So I don't know. Focus on making yourself a better person and confidence will literally follow. You cannot you cannot work on becoming a better version of yourself and still feel um you know insecure and not confident. Like it just won't happen. The more you work on becoming a better version of you, uh the more confident you're going to be and like literally the more people will respect you. So Okay, I'm I'm gonna take a step right off my soapbox. I can't believe there was a lizard in my fucking apartment. That was so crazy. I love you all. Bye.